0: Hello and welcome to episode 99 of the Shore Report. I'm Heather Hyde
1: and I'm Jay Posner
0: and today we have a very special guest with us and it is Kristen Watt, pharmacist and owner of Kristen's Pharmacy and welcome Kristen we're great it's great to have you.
2: Thank you thank you for having me.
0: So we've um, this is one of the first episodes we've done um, since the pandemic hit we just had um, our last one was on financial sort of supports and things for small businesses. And as a small business owner, and as a owner of an essential business, we thought it would be great to have you on as we are now in phase two. So businesses are starting to reopen after weeks and months of closure, but not you, you've been open this whole time. So can you tell us a little bit about your experience in getting your business prepared for operating during the pandemic? Sure, sure,
2: I'd I'd love to thank you uh, for asking. So we started the day after the pandemic was declared, we kind of understood that things would get really crazy really quickly and they, they seem to in, in the pharmacy setting. Um, we started passively screening patients at the door and what that meant was signage at the door. Uh, on the first day after the pandemic was declared, we installed a mailbox at the door to allow patients to drop their prescriptions in, knock on the door, let us know that it was there and then walk away in case they had signs and symptoms of COVID-19 so that they wouldn't enter the pharmacy. We quickly escalated that the following Monday to active screening, where I had a university student who is now off school, um, who had been working at the store before, come back and sit at the door and actively screen patients. Do you have a fever? Do you have any signs or symptoms of COVID-19? Have you been in contact? And have you traveled out of the country in the last uh, 14 days? So with that active screening uh, happening that week, we actually identified a few uh, patients who um, maybe weren't aware yet of all of the guidelines that, especially around travel with snowbirds returning urgently and things like that. And of course they wanted to get their medication, um, identify that people were still coming in when maybe it wasn't the safest for them or for us. So we went immediately the following week. So now we're in 10 days of the pandemic um, to, we shut the door to the store, but we didn't want to lock the door um, to our customers. So what we did was we put up a very heavy, plastic sheet in front of the door and I called Southampton Home Hardware and within an hour they had the plastic sheet to us they're amazing we are so lucky in this area with all the small businesses it showed up with and with the right tape he's like you're going to need this tape use this to secure it because I explained what we wanted to do Um, so my very tall husband came in and and taped it to the door frame and therefore clients could open the door because it opened out and see us face to face with this plastic barrier And we cut a little window hole near the midsection of the plastic so we could pass prescriptions out. We moved our entire cash register system to the front door so people could tap through the plastic. It works through the plastic. Or we could pass the debit machine out and sanitize in between. We could shop for them so they could call ahead or give us their list while they were standing at the door. And we could quickly run around the store and grab everything they needed. Um, And we kept that piece of plastic in place until June 26th. So it was up for over three months, um, and and it was, it was well-received. People really liked that. They felt secure, but that, that they also could have the face-to-face connection with us. We also, um, on the second day after the pandemic, I quickly called BMTS and had them install a third phone line because our phones were going off the hook, so we needed a third phone line. Um, And then our deliveries, our deliveries, we already offered free delivery, and we cover all of Grey Bruce on uh, a delivery schedule. And so we just increased it exponentially. Uh, We were offering delivery of over-the-counter products, making sure that people knew that we had this option. We made the delivery contact list. So we were able to follow the guidance from the Ontario College of Pharmacists um, to allow for us to safely and, and accurately deliver medications without obtaining signatures. So everything could be contactless, taking tons of credit cards, payments over the phone. Um, we were accepting e-transfer, which is something we hadn't really done before. But if people wanted to pay us like that, we offered to set up accounts for everyone and send bills at the end of the month so that they could pay to reduce cash transactions. And, and we implemented it all really fast. And then and it went really well. People were really accepting and kind about all the things that we had to do to keep ourselves safe so that we could stay open and continue to serve our, our community and our region.
0: It's amazing and such a testament to your ingenuity of how quickly that you did adapt and and it's almost like you were ahead of the curve and seeing like where we were headed. And so I, I feel like you were one of the first businesses to kind of implement implement some of those tactics, like closing the door and screening and, and those kinds of things before it became common practice. And it's great to hear that everyone was really um, on board with those tactics right out of the get go. And I know that some of the businesses now we talk about you know, products and and, uh, delivery and things like that. And some products have been really hard to find and to source. Did you have any issues um, getting supply of medications and things for people during Did
2: I? So in the first um, 10 days or so, um, with the installation of our third phone line, the phones were ringing off the hook. People were calling for a year's supply of medications. They wanted to, to stockpile. I mean, medication became the next toilet paper. Um, getting medication was insane. I spent hours a day on my computer just trying to order products hand sanitizer, Lysol wipes, but diabetic medication, insulin, inhalers. The, I went to lengths to create direct accounts with suppliers so that we could make sure that we continue to serve. And then when we could get the um, items, I would let all the physicians and the hospitals in the area you know we've got this. If you're looking for it, we've got it. We've got you covered. We're not going to run out. Nobody that we serve left without the medication that they needed if we couldn't supply the medication that they needed we were able to contact the physician and substitute an alternative as effective safe option for the patient. so every one of our patients always had their medication but um it, it took moving mountains at times to get them and and i have incredible staff who uh who were very instrumental in helping me orchestrate that um, and then, and then there was the whole hand sanitizer and Lysol wipes and trying to secure those types of things. I was, um, we got a recipe for hand sanitizer from, I'm a compounding pharmacy, so from our resources. Um, and then it was sourcing the alcohol to make them. And, and we were making hand sanitizer within the first two days, because we couldn't get it. And we, we, it, we saw the writing on the wall, we ordered the alcohol, and, and we started making it and it, it moved like crazy. And um, as we refined our processes as we were able to order more in bulk we could continue to bring down the prices so we were evaluating our prices every day to ensure that we were giving the most competitive option for our patients while making sure that the amount of
1: work that was going into it was being covered as well. And this sounds also uh, smooth coming out of your mouth but this is all stuff that sounds like I think you were saying beforehand that that, that because there's no guidebook you, you had to do this on the fly like and it sounds like uh, I don't have a question it's just really sort of I, I like to hear that you've had to react without knowing what the future holds like nothing says when a pandemic comes do this I mean it's it's really a, a great story of ingenuity and and uh, working with Thank your you. staff to get it going I Thank mean I think some of the companies now i getting we're getting sanitized but their months they took them two months you know you got them within a couple of weeks from the sounds of it
2: yeah within days we were selling hand sanitizer absolutely within days um it's a testament to my staff for sure and then to the connections in the pharmacy community i run uh ontario independent pharmacy business owners um facebook page and local other pharmacies from the area like paisley pharmacy the owners are part of it and and we chat about things and well what are you doing and so people would take pictures of their front doors and we took pictures of our front doors and we were stealing each other's ideas because it was a community. We weren't, we're not in competition with each other. The goal is, is patient care. And so we all did it together. And, and we have a great community group that in, in the entire province of independent pharmacy owners to, to really support each other and help each other.
0: I think one thing that the pandemic has definitely done is just highlighted the amazing community support that we have, not only locally here in Saugeen Shores, but throughout Great Bruce. Um, A lot of businesses have had to adapt and come up with new practices. I wanted to ask you if there's anything that you've had to implement since the pandemic hit that you're thinking of continuing uh, post pandemic.
2: Sure. So uh, our, we're not getting rid of our third phone line. Our level of delivery will probably stay at at least 50% higher than previous. um, Just because people have come to appreciate that option. Um, And then I, I think that we've been really lucky that the um, provincial government allowed us to continue to offer our medication reviews, which is a program that is a fund, a ministry-funded program to allow pharmacists to review patients' medications, identify drug therapy problems, and implement care plans to, to assist them. That is something that historically has to have been done face-to-face, but we know that the risks for COVID are greatest with prolonged uh, talking in a, a close space. So we were given essentially billing codes or the opportunity to bill for these services uh, but, and having done them remotely. So we, um, we do them by phone and now I'm actually piloting a project through my software vendor to, to do them in a secure video link as well. Uh, and it's something that provided the funding remains that we will continue to do. It's one last trip out for patients, especially uh, my patients who are very ill, my palliative care patients, my pa- patients receiving cancer care, Uh, They love the opportunity to have the consultations remotely, and I don't need to lay hands on most of my patients, so it's great that we can do it in that fashion, and I hope that's something that, so long as the funding remains, we will continue to offer that service.
0: That's amazing, and I guess maybe just as a final thought before we wrap up, is there any advice that you would give for businesses that are just starting to reopen now?
2: Uh, use public health resources. Our local Gray Bruce public health website is phenomenal. They have sections for many of the different business categories. If you don't fall in those business categories and you're not sure, contact public health. I've spoken with Dr. Ara directly. Um, we've talked about uh, mandatory masks and, and safety and pharmacy reopening because I had questions and he kindly called me on my cell phone on a Saturday to answer every question I had. So reach out. If you can't find the answers, they can help you. Um, reach out to other like businesses and ask what they're doing remember that we are a community and and it's okay to share our ideas um, with everybody because if we come out of this together we will come out of this stronger so it's uh it's really important that we share our ideas and and what's really worked and our failures so that other people don't have to go through um, our, our same failures to get to the same spot that that we're at
0: yeah, that's great, I agree. And of course we, as the municipality, we have links to the Bruce public health information as well, so you can always check it out there at Um Jay, any final thoughts from you?
1: Well, no, I, I, I'd like to keep going uh, and doing more of these uh, types of shows where as we progress through recovery and more medium term, I'd like to talk to more businesses and uh, to sort of maybe um, reconnect with uh, Kristen in another episode, see how, okay, six months now, what is it, what's happening and what's changed or what's stayed the same?
2: Absolutely. And six months from now, we'll be in flu shot season. So it will be <laughs> just as crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> keep uh, keep uh, heading in the right direction. We'll get there. We'll get through. You there. bet. Yeah. That's great. Well, thanks again for being with us. And um, we look forward to, to hearing how you're doing in the future. Thank you so much. Thanks again.